0: Hello and welcome to Georgia's Poetry Workshop. I hope you've had a wonderful week and got lots of writing done. This week we are looking at the theme of dust, that idea of the past clinging on. And I want to kick off with the poem by Alan Ginsberg called Sunflower Sutra, which I had not read the entirety of I, I didn't realise I'd read it once in a in a book of essays but it was only a section, so I'm going to read the whole thing to you today. Sunflower Sutra I walked on the banks of the tin can banana dock and sat down under the huge shade of a southern Pacific locomotive to look at the sunset over the box house hills and cry. Jack Kerouac sat beside me on a busted, rusty iron pole. Companion, we thought the same thoughts of the soul, bleak and blue and sad-eyed, surrounded by the gnarled steel roots of trees of machinery. The oily water on the river mirrored the red sky. Sun sank on top of final Frisco peaks. No fish in that stream, no hermit in those mounts just ourselves roomy-eyed and hung over like old bums on the riverbank, tired and wily. "'Look at the sunflower,' he said. There was a dead grey shadow against the sky, big as a man, sitting dry on top of a pile of ancient sawdust. I rushed up enchanted. It was my first sunflower.' Memories of Blake, my visions, Harlem and hells of the eastern rivers, bridges clanking Joe's greasy sandwiches, dead baby carriages, black treadless tyres forgotten and unretreaded, the poem of the riverbank, condoms and pots, steel knives, nothing stainless, only the dank muck and the razor-sharp artefacts passing into the past." and the grey sunflower poised against the sunset, crackly, bleak and dusty with the smut and smog and smoke of olden locomotives in its eye, corolla of bleary spikes pushed down and broken like a battered crown, seeds fallen out of its face, soon to be toothless mouth of sunny air, sun rays obliterated on its hairy head like a dried wire spiderweb, leaves stuck out like arms out of the stem gestures from the sawdust root broke pieces of plaster fallen out of the black twigs a dead fly in its ear unholy battered old thing you were my sunflower oh my soul i loved you then the grime was no man's grime but death and human locomotives all that dress of dust that veil of darkened railroad skin that smog of cheek that eyelid of black misery that sooty hand or phallus or protuberance of artificial worse than dirt industrial modern all that civilization spotting your crazy golden crown and those blear thoughts of death and dusty and loveless eyes and ends and withered roots below in the home pile of sand and sawdust Rubber dollar bills, skin of machinery, the guts and innards of the weeping, coughing car, the empty, lonely tin cans with their rusty tongues alack, what more could I name? The smoked ashes of some cock cigar, the cunts of wheelbarrows and the milky breasts of cars, worn out asses out of chairs and sphincters of dynamos, all these entangled in your mummied roots. And you there standing before me in the sunset, all glory in your form, a perfect beauty of a sunflower, a perfect, excellent, lovely sunflower existence, a sweet natural eye to the new hip moon, woke up alive and excited, grasping in the sunset shadow sunrise golden monthly breeze, How many flies buzzed round you, innocent of your grime, while you cursed the heavens of the railroad and your flower soul? Poor dead flower. When did you forget you were a flower? When did you look at your skin and decide you were an impotent, dirty old locomotive, the ghost of a locomotive, the spectre and shade of a once-powerful, mad American locomotive? You were never no locomotive, sunflower. You were a sunflower. And you, locomotive, you are a locomotive, forget me not. So I grabbed up the skeleton-thick sunflower and stuck it at my side like a scepter and deliver my sermon to my soul and Jack's soul too and anyone who'll listen. We're not our skin of grime. We're not our dread, bleak, dusty imageless locomotive we're all beautiful golden sunflowers inside we're blessed by our own seed and golden hairy naked accomplishment bodies growing into mad black formal sunflowers in the sunset spied on by our eyes under the shadow of the mad locomotive riverbank sunset frisco hilly tin can evening sit down vision berkeley 1955 there's such an incredible force in this poem, emotionally and in terms of pace and movement. You feel like you're always catching up with Ginsberg's thought processes, and it's just an incredible feeling to read it. I really feel it in the chest. <laughs> so, ways that he has done this are through this very prosaic writing a lot of his poems are written in sort of quite a prosaic way and so more like long sentences long lines and the very very long sentences uses of listing and at the very end there is a lack of punctuation so and we really have that kind of powerful finish through that so spied on by our eyes under the shadow of the mad locomotive riverbank sunset frisco hilly tin can evening sit down vision there's no punctuation until the very end with a full stop after vision so it feels extremely energetic and it really speaks to this idea of remembering remembering who we are and not getting bogged down by trying to be something we're not or sort of taking on roles that are not who we are this is how i'm interpreting it and i think there's also a an anger here about what industry has done to people and so and and if the sunflower is a metaphor for human beings then I feel there's a real anger at what capitalism can do to us, which is take away the our humanity and you end up living in the shadow of industry. So it's a really beautiful piece. I've I've been reading it <laughs> every few hours actually over the last few days. It's really struck something within my within my soul to use Um, a repeated word in Sunflower Sutra. And so what I think would be a really interesting prompt for this week is to choose something in your home or think of something you could use as a kind of... um, think of an object and cover it in dust and see if you can explore why that might be. So for instance, if I was to think of something now... I might choose. I've got an old teddy bear that was given to me when I was a child and to be honest I haven't washed it in a very long time. <laughs> so I can imagine it's quite dusty. <laughs> and I can't bring myself to and and that perhaps I might write a poem about that and what that might mean. Well perhaps it's a kind of longing for that sense of play in childhood. I used to talk to this bear and tell this bear all my secrets. And so, it's perhaps it's that kind of desire for a that kind of playfulness that comes with that, and that friend you can sort of tell all of your secrets to. There's a there's a bit of exploring to be done there, I think. So have a think about something that you could in your mind cover in dust, so particularly if you're someone who is super super clean and washes your teddy bears um perhaps you can pick something that you haven't really used in a very long time and think well why is that why why have I kept this item this object as a kind of ornament instead of putting it to use or is there an ornament that you just keep even though perhaps it doesn't aesthetically go with your living room or and, and sort of explore why it is you kind of keep that object Uh, or or have left it to to kind of fester and get dusty in the corner and why it's kind of become a rejected piece in your home so have a go with that see where it takes you you might like to try ginsberg's form to really explore that and then if that doesn't work for you you might then alter the poem and try something different so couplets or tercets which are three-line stanzas or quatrains which are four-line stanzas it's up to you thank you very much for listening again this week thank you to portamento for doing the outro music and to gco O'Hare for doing the intro music for the podcast i will see you next week